You are listening to the Lima Community Church Podcast. The following was recorded at Lima Community Church of the Nazarene in Lima, Ohio. Well, welcome today. Kids, it is always so good to see you in service. So we have 59 elementary students who have been working really hard over the past month and a half to share with you the joy of Jesus at Christmas. So everybody enjoy Hotel Noel. Okay, boss, where are we headed on this fine Christmas Eve? Oh, this holiday assignment's way so exciting. I hope it involves singing. I just love the singing assignments. Okay, okay. Just let me get this thing open, yo. Oh, wow. Wow. Wow? What do you mean, wow? What is it? Singing? Is there singing? Oh, we'll sing tonight, but there's a whole lot more, too. Well, tell us. Don't keep us in suspense. Okay. So do you remember the whole now I'm in the end thing from way back? It's a little like that, but without the baby and the animals and the shepherd. I'm so confused. Yeah, me too. But as long as I can sing, I'm fine. So, where are we going? We are going to Hotel Noel. Okay, everybody, I think that's everything. Hop in, or we'll be on our way. Yay! Christmas at Grandma's house. My favorite road trip of the whole year.
guess for the nearest hotel. Sure. came upon your hotel. The roads are getting pretty slick out there. We're so glad you're here. Hotel Noel, it's a pretty special place. We'll take good care of you. Did you know this place didn't show up on the map? Couldn't find information about it anywhere. Oh, I know. We just kind of show up when you need us most. What? Can you repeat that, please? Tell you what, let me introduce you to our staff and we'll get you settled in a room. Manager, Gabby is our groundskeeper, and Glory is in charge of housekeeping. Hello. Hello, and welcome to our very fine establishment. Why, thank you. What a lovely voice you have. Hey, I have a question. With a name like Hotel Noel, don't you think this place would be all decked out for Christmas? I don't see a single decoration. Yeah, no lights, no presents, no Christmas tree. What's that all about? We well, see, kids. Here at Hotel Noel, we do Christmas a little bit differently. Yeah, it might not look like it, but Christmas is a really big deal here. Boy, you sure can't tell by the way it looks. Don't be rude! Oh, it's okay. We're used to that kind of reaction to our little hotel. Tell you what, Gabe and Mike will take your suitcases to your room, and I'll get some hot cocoa ready for you. In the meantime, just sit back, and Angela will tell you all about Hotel Noel.
Christmas Eve after all. No offense, Angela, but I think you could have a few things here that let people know it's Christmas. I mean, the name is Hotel Noel after all. Oh, no offense taken. And I agree about living up to our name, Hotel Noel, but do you know where the word Noel actually comes from? I, I guess I thought no Noel meant Christmas. That is the traditional definition, Joey, but the word that you know as Noel actually came from the French word Noel, and that can be traced back to the Latin word Natalis, which means birth. English, French, Latin. Hey, I want a vacation from school. I don't want a vocabulary lesson. Young man, you better watch your tone, or there won't be any presents under the tree for you in the morning. Well, apparently there won't be anyway, because there's no tree. No tree, no presents, no Christmas. I'm sorry. They're just really disappointed. They won't have a big Christmas celebration to wake up to tomorrow morning. Who said no celebration on Christmas morning? Yeah, we celebrate around here too. And I don't have anything against those Christmas decorations and traditions. We just get really no excited about the Noel part of Christmas. That's right. But there's just one thing that really makes us sing.
telling me Christmas is really a birthday party. That's right. Like Gloria said, the word Noel comes from the word Natas, which means birth. So on Christmas morning, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Mike, why don't you tell them how it all happened on a false Noel? Okay. This is from the Bible in Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken over the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph, so Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And the shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night, an angel of the Lord appealed to them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will fi find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in the manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appealed to God, saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. That's my favorite part. Oh, wow. We sure can't get distracted by all the other stuff at Christmas time. Forget we're really supposed to be celebrating Jesus. And that's why we're here. Just to remind folks that's really what Christmas is all about. Well, that and the rest of the story. <laughs> Yes, the rest of the story. The whole reason why Jesus came here. You see, Jesus came here because we needed a savior. All sin has separated us from God. And the only way we could have a relationship with him again was for God to send Jesus here to save us. Mike, read some of those other verses. Okay, here we go. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 tells us the wages of sin is death. But here's the good news. Romans 5.8 says, God demonstrates his own love toward us, and that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. And John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And Romans 10.9 says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now that's what makes Christmas something to celebrate. Wow, that really is what makes Christmas so special, huh, kids? Yeah, maybe we don't need all the decorations or presents or even the tree for Christmas morning to be special. Maybe just remembering why Jesus came here is reason enough to celebrate.
Okay, kids, this has been a great Christmas Eve, but it's getting late and we need to get to bed. Maybe they'll clear the roads in the morning so we can be on our way. For now, we have a lot to think about. Thanks for reminding us what Christmas is really about, Angela. Of course. Your room is right through those doors. Number seven. Here are your keys. Thank you and good night. Good night. Good night. Well, team, how do you think it's going so far? Great, I think they're really getting it. Me too, and I hope those kids wake up in the morning and remember everything that we talked about tonight. I sure hope so. I guess we'll find out in the morning. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Christmas Eve sleep I've ever had. And kids, how are you this Christmas morning? Great, but don't you mean this Noel morning? After all, that's what Christmas is really about, isn't it? Yes, it is, and you do seem very merry this Christmas morning. I am, because there's so much to be merry about. Yeah, I feel like I woke up this morning merrier than usual. I think that's because we do understand what we're celebrating this morning.
as much as we'd like to continue the celebration with all of you, it looks like they cleared the roads and you can be on your way. That's great. I'll go grab our suitcases from our room. Oh, help! We can't thank you enough for your hospitality. This truly is a special place. Can we come back next year? Yeah, this is the best Christmas Eve ever. We'll see. For now, say your goodbyes. Bye. Bye. It looks like our work is done. Right on, everyone. I wonder where we'll be next Christmas. I suppose we'll be wherever someone needs a little reminder of what Christmas is all about. Okay, team, let's go. We've got a birthday party to get to, and I hear it's going to be quite the celebration. <laughs> this morning, I just, I want to spend a few minutes um, reflecting on the concept of joy. So we're on the third Sunday of Advent, right, which is joy. It's all centered around finding joy as we prepare to celebrate the birth of our Lord. Didn't the kids do an awesome job? Wasn't that so good? 
I, I got to say, it, it, it genuinely has brought me so much joy, just watching them as they've uh, worked so hard uh, and have prepared. And just I just want to thank um, Miss Pam, Miss Julie, Miss Meredith, Miss Laura Beth, and just all of the volunteers who've worked so hard to, to put this together. It really, really genuinely was a delight uh, just to hear them sing and, and shout out with praise this morning. And our children really did such an incredible job of leading us in worship and, and sharing with us this incredible story and the meaning behind the Advent and Christmas season. We just heard them uh, sing those wonderful words, joy to the world, the Lord has come, let earth receive her king. And how beautiful those words are and, and so important for this Advent season, a season of waiting and hopeful anticipation as we prepare to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus. Amen. So we reflect on joy, a joy that is found in Christ. His birth, the, the promise of his arrival is a true gift of genuine and pure joy. Now, before the time of Jesus' birth, it's important to remember that the world, especially the people of Israel, had, had gone through great times of darkness and oppression and it had gotten to the point where I'm sure many of them had just begun to lose hope. Lose hope that this long-awaited and promised Messiah would ever come. The Old Testament is filled with scriptures from Isaiah and the other prophets encouraging the people of Israel, God's people, to have hope. To hold on to this promise that God has given them that that even though they were living in darkness and desperate anticipation that the Messiah will come and God will fulfill his promise to save them and restore creation. So when we get to the New Testament where we find the birth of Jesus recorded in uh, the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, Christ's birth is a very welcome and triumphant declaration of joy during a time of great darkness, and people who are waiting for God's promise. One of my favorite moments uh, during in the Christmas story uh, is one of the first moments where true joy is expressed in regard to the birth of Jesus. And it's found in our passage for this morning, Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 45. And to set the stage for this, this passage of scripture... Mary has already been visited by the angel who has told her she's blessed, she's chosen by God, she's going to give birth to a son who will be the Messiah, the Lord, Emmanuel, God with us. He is to be named Jesus. And so she makes her way to her cousin Elizabeth's house who's also been chosen by God and blessed and, and chosen to carry the one who would proclaim the arrival, the one who would be the prophet that would proclaim, proclaim the arrival of the Messiah. So that's where we pick up our story in Luke 1, 39 through 45. It says, a few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped 
within her. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Now the word joy, the Greek, like the Greek word that's used here for joy, from what I understand and what I have gathered is that actually is sort of a rare and new, unique use of the word joy uh, in the New Testament, and it doesn't show up that often, and it stands for a wild joy, ecstatic delight, exultation, exhilaration, an exhilarating wild joy. This baby became overjoyed in the womb at the very presence of Jesus. And so John, even in the womb, is living out his God-given calling to be this great prophet by declaring the advent of the Son of God. In this very moment, the advent of our Lord, the Son of God, is proclaimed with great joy. The very presence of this baby, this Messiah, who has been promised so long ago, brings so much joy and excitement. During a time of oppression and darkness and a long season of waiting, the Messiah who had been promised and the gift of joy comes. The gift of joy comes with the arrival of this divine child. Last week at Axis, I discussed joy with the teens, and the focus of the discussion was uh, around this idea that joy is not something that happens naturally, not always something that happens naturally. In fact, during this season of Christmas, which is supposed to be a, a grand celebration and joy-filled time, studies show that depression rates actually can reach a, an all-time high during the holiday season. And so um, there's, there's many who feel that this time of year is anything but joyful. So Christmas and the holiday season, it, it can also be just a difficult reminder of grief for many of us who maybe have lost someone. It, um, it can just cause many of us to, to find that we feel isolated or alone while friends and family are out celebrating. Some may even feel that it's just difficult to not be sad as, as the weather gets colder and the sky gets darker. But the beautiful thing about this gift of joy that comes with the promised arrival of our Lord is that even in the darkest times and days where happiness feels so difficult to grab onto, we have a joy that reminds us of who our God is and his amazing promise of restoration, healing, and salvation that we celebrate this time of year. In many ways, joy is not something that you just have or you feel every now and then, but joy is something that you seek after and you choose 
Miss Pam has a wonderful sign in her office that says, I choose joy, which is such a beautiful reminder when life begins to feel so heavy and burdensome to seek after the joy of the Lord in all things. So as we continue through this season of Advent, the season of waiting, may we find joy even during great times of sadness and struggles. May we remember who God is, what God has done, and what an amazing gift of joy we have through him this Advent season. Let's pray. Father, we praise you and we thank you for the gift of joy this morning. We thank you for our, our amazing children's choir who just led us in worship this morning and, and um, just sang out with praise the story of Christmas and reminded us of why we celebrate this season. So Lord, fill us with your joy, surround us with your presence, give us peace as we go from this space. May our hearts be focused on you. God, we praise you. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for choosing to come and to live among us, to be fully human, fully God. Thank you for dying on the cross and rising again so that death can be defeated and we can be redeemed and restored. We praise you and we thank you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. May you go from this place seeking after the joy of the Lord. Thank you for listening. For more information about our church, visit limacommunitychurch.com.